welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Joined today by Buddy West, a nationally recognized speaker who has taught classes in 47 states on real estate subjects, including buyer universities, listing universities, and the Senior Real Estate Specialist, SRES, a designation for realtors that he co-developed. He also co-authored Targeting the Over 55 Client, and his focus now is on helping the military client. Buddy was chosen as a Howard Britton Star Power star back in 1997 and became the vice president of Star Power in 2002, developing its Speakers Bureau. Buddy is now president of Emory Hill Residential Real Estate and still sells real estate today. Buddy is the CEO and founder of MillRes LLC, offering the Military Residential Specialist designation. Now, let's welcome Buddy to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Mr. West, thanks for being my co-host today. I really appreciate it. Um, and we originally, Julie and I originally met Buddy West back in the 90s and our Howard Britton days. And so I've known Buddy, I mean, virtually all my adult life, which I don't know if that's something to brag about or not. So Buddy, welcome to today's uh, radio show. And I really appreciate you being my co-host. Thank you for having me. And it's, it's a pleasure to uh, still reconnect with you guys since you were little children. Yeah, exactly. Now that we're in our 40s, right? So um, this military residential specialist designation, I think, honestly, is perfectly timed, and I'm really excited about letting all of our listeners know about it. That You have a long track record for being a great educational source for our industry. You created the um, – the, well, I mean, it's a, a designation. The other designation you sold to eventually the National Association of Realtors, didn't you? That's correct. That was the uh, senior real estate specialist. Tim Corliss from the West Coast and I pretty much put the whole thing together and started it on the West Coast and spread east. Uh, Tim died of cancer, and then we sold it and was sold to California Association, who then sold it to the National Association of Realtors, which, quite interestingly enough, became a product that uh, I was no longer um, eligible to teach. So it was an interesting <laughs> interesting transition, yeah. even though I wrote That's it. Fine. That's ironic, right? So let's tell us about, about the military residential specialist designation because in a lot of parts of the country, this is probably one of the coolest things a realtor can get me involved in, especially with all the returning veterans, especially with how a lot of communities around the country really are based on uh, you know, the military. So let them know about the potentiality of getting involved in this designation. Well, I'd like to start with telling you why I actually put it together, because it ties right in with this question, if, if you will. Sure. I was riding the Philadelphia see a mutual friend of ours, Craig Lurch, and Alan mm-hmm. Dom, uh, for a little little afternoon just getaway. And when I pulled up to a red light, there was a, there was a guy sitting on the side of the road in fatigues, and he had a sign. And the sign said, I don't want your money, I want a job. I'm a veteran. And the light turned, and I left. And all day I kept on just thinking about what is going on. So I called my friend who was a general, General Jakes, and I asked him about the situation. He said, they're, they're, the unemployment of, uh, of our military veterans is way higher than civilian veterans. And he went on and on and on about the issues. 
which I couldn't understand. And so I said, well, as a realtor, perhaps I could get the realtors on the bandwagon to understand what they're going through, see if we can't put a class together that will help realtors better understand. And there's a lot of military out there. So that's what really it is, and it's, it's, a, it's a designation that realtors can get. It's a one-day designation, and it's just it's chock full of information that's going to allow you to pretty much um, take over your niche in your area. That's right. And so if you're, I mean, the big military communities, and there's just dozens and dozens of them around the country, but if you're anywhere near one of those big military communities, there's the no-brainer. But even if you're not, there's still going to be lots of veterans and other people that will benefit from you being able to offer this specialized training. And um, I'm already seeing, buddy, that we're, uh, folks are starting to look for agents with this particular designation. Guys, a lot of designations... I mean, if we're being honest, they're just kind of, you know, they're just, they're not really, I don't want to be harsh, but they're not really worth anything. This designation is something that has so much value to it. I mean, the word designation in itself doesn't, it just has a, I don't know, almost a bad connotation, especially after some of the fakey jakey designations that were created in the past 10 years. But Buddy's offering what this real, you know, this, this is training that's directly applicable, applicable to your business. Buddy, if, I know we have a list of questions that we're working off of. But if you don't mind, share with the listeners um, some actual statistics. Let them know, really, I mean, we can look at it from two different perspectives. We can look at the fact that we obviously, as a community, as a real estate industry, we want to help our returning veterans. And a lot of um, you know, real estate folks are veterans themselves or are active duty. I mean, that is a common thing in real estate. But also, let's talk about this from a business perspective, how agents can actually you know, learn how to make money helping veterans. Well, that, that, that's a great point to make about the, the numbers, and the numbers are, are unbelievable. Like you're sitting in Texas right now, just to give you an example. Uh, so at, if you're in Texas, you're going to know that 7% of the entire population of Texas are involved. They're veterans, that's, and they have 24 bases. So that's 1,675,000 uh, people you're going to deal with. Now, the big myth, Tim, is the fact that a lot of people say to me, well, there's no base in my area. Well, that really doesn't it doesn't matter that much because most of the people on the base are going to be living on base you've got several families hundreds and hundreds that are living off base with a basic allowance for housing but that's still only 2.6 million active duty service members if you look at the veterans right now we're just we're a little over 24 million veterans that doesn't count their spouses or their families and if you basically it just get ingrained with one family or one family member. You're going to get a lot of their family members. So we were looking when we started doing the, the numbers that basically 85 million people are involved with the military, either direct or through their family. That's a heck of a, heck of a market to try to capitalize in. And if, and if somebody knows that you're going to help somebody that's in the service, they're going to be right on your side because they, they are an insular, insular group. Well, so here's where my mind's going. There are a lot of agents out there, and again, I, obviously it's an advantage if they're near a military base and whatnot, but it's definitely not required. There's realtors out there that can have a lot of passion for this particular topic, helping uh, military, you know, working with veterans. That's something that you guys could create as almost a niche in your business, or it even could be your business. And if you were to let the, your community know that this is something you specialize in and, oh, you've gotten this specialized training for this, that's all the difference. That in itself, you guys, if, if you've been in real estate for any amount of time, 
you, you know, you'll have people attracted to you for the strangest reasons. Oh, they liked your dog. They are interested because you know that you know, their daughter goes to the same elementary school as your daughter does or those type of things. Well, this is something that's going to attract a lot of prospective folks calling you directly just because you've advertised and promoted yourself in such a way that they know that you have this specialized designation. So, Buddy, let's drill down on what it is that is included in the education when they uh, attend one of your events. Okay, well, here, here's it, to your uh, previous point. I'll give you a prime example of what you're talking about. Uh, in San Mateo, California, and I have a testimonial from her, one of our Milrez agents went out on a on a listing, and um, she had on her card that she was a Milrez, and the, and the uh, prospective seller said, what is that? And she goes, oh, that's a, that's a Milrez, military residential specialist. I have the requisite knowledge to, to help uh, those that have uh, served our military. And he said, really, he said, my daughter's serving right now. And first thing she said was, well, please thank her for serving. And he said, excuse me a minute. And he canceled the other two listing appointments, and it was a $960,000 listing. She got it, and she sold it. And, I mean, it's just when they recognize, they say, what is it, and they know that you're trying to help then they're definitely going to jump on board. Now, to the education, we cover pretty much, we cover it much like the military is set up. Like the first thing we want to cover in the beginning of the class is basically we call it, we call it um, the recruitment office. In other words, during the recruitment office, you're going to find out a class overview and how will the class help you increase your business as well as how do you make the shift from product-based to advice-based to help the military. Second part of the class is, is basic training or boot camp. So it's set up much like the military, and that's where we understand military uh, the millispeak, the acronyms, uh, challenges facing the military, uh, transition assistance, uh, retired military, VA financing, interviewing lenders, basic allowance for housing, funding fee, all these things. Then we go into the MOS section, which is after one gets out of boot camp, they go into the military occupational specialist. So like paratrooping or, or driving a tank or infantry or something. And in that section, we actually do the buyer interview, seller interview, active duty versus uh, uh, veteran, own versus rent, and what would a mill res agent do differently to market a home. After that, we go into the marketing of the military clients. With, with a plan, we do mind mapping, touching the veteran client base, the shift in the real estate industry, social media, how that can, that can help, how to actually get people in the military to prospect you instead of you going out and prospecting them. The biggest challenge, or biggest challenge we faced was, well, there are a lot of these classes all over the place. What do we want to do differently? Well, now we have bases calling and asking for Milrez agents, and that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. And as it grows with the referral base in the education, we teach you how to put a referral base, and I even wrote a press release that you can put, uh, you can put out there. Um, that's the one-day class. And then we have the website, GoMillRes.com. Uh, I, I host stuff on a Facebook page, and we just go forward to keep on helping. And my phone's available to anybody that's had the, um, it, it took the course. So help me understand. You are instructing this. I know you have the other instructors that are helping you as well. So instructing this class, uh, you're in front of these agents, obviously, for you know eight hours. What is it that you, thinking back to the last time you taught the class, what were the maybe the top two or three things that were the biggest ahas? What were the biggest things that made your um, made the agents go, wow, I didn't know that, or wow, that's powerful, I can use that right away? Well, the one thing was on VA financing, and, and interestingly enough, you've got a lot of people that are in the class that sit there with their arms folded like real tight, and you can know you're not, you're not getting to them because they've spent their last 20 years selling veterans. They're the ones that I go after, and what's interesting is, is uh, they don't know there's a new 50-mile rule 
and uh, realtors need to know this. Uh, the 50-mile rule is a medical treatment facility. If you are if you're a veteran and you have to use a medical treatment facility, you live outside of 50 miles, and your transportation is no longer covered. Now that might not mean a mean a lot to some people, but for the realtor that's better informed, he can now look at the map, draw a circle, what's 50 miles from a medical treatment facility, and say, here's what's happening here, and this is how we can save your transportation costs. Well, but, 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 buddy, we can't assume that they know what you're talking about. So what you're talking about is if they live outside of the 50-mile radius, that right. veteran won't have free transpo back and forth from their uh, medical appointments. That's what you're Ex- saying. Exactly. So, so it allows the realtor to have one leg up. And I, I watch the people, that, the realtors that have um, had a much experience in working VA say, oh, my God, I didn't know that. So now they know that. That was an aha. Second aha is, is VA financing. They have a special uh, VA program where you can get an additional $6,000 if you're going to use it for energy efficiency in a house. Well, if huh. realtors, and I, I have a postcard that I made up to send out to all your database saying if you're a veteran and you want another $6,000, um, you know, at really low rates to, to put energy efficiency stuff in your house, here it is. That just opens the door saying that you have the information and your tools. You're ready. You're ready to help them go forward. So these things help when it comes to that. And veterans, they don't realize stuff like basic allow- or, or uh, active duty, basic allowance for housing. Uh, that's something that uh, if you're an active duty service member, they put that in place after the draft was, was gone because they, they weren't getting a lot of people to actually enlist because they wanted their families. They wanted to be with their families. So now they're allowing their families to come closer to the base, and they give them a, a, an allowance for it. And the allowance is quite high. And what did it for a t- different area? So say for where I am in Delaware, they use the Philadelphia, and and the basic allowance for housing is increased in such a way that that it's it's uh, it has to do with the Philadelphia numbers. So our numbers are much less. Anything that's over that, you get to keep tax free. These little items that we hit on the class will help the uh, active duty service member as well as the veteran better understand how they can use their money and and go forward in housing. So they get an allowance. See, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So they get an allowance for housing, depending on, obviously, the expense of the housing in their particular part of the country and all that normal stuff. And you're saying if they don't spend the allotted, allotted amount, they get to keep the difference tax-free? Is that what I heard you say? Tax, tax-free. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, and that's outside. This is what's even interesting. That's outside of, the, of their military pay, their typical military pay. So – it's it's ridiculous. You can make a lot of money. And if you didn't think you could you could find a home in an area and then you lose use basic allowance for housing plus your military pay, you can get a pretty nice home. So let's I mean, I don't want to make this conversation about uh VA financing, but you know, it is interesting how few well, you know, actually we kinda of should because there's so many agents out there, buddy, and I'm sure you run into this all day, uh, that are newish or never have worked with VA, um, you know, veterans, and they don't realize how incredibly powerful knowing about VA financing is. And you will find guys in your community that once you essentially expose perspective, like even sellers, I mean, like, buddy, buddy, I don't want to, uh, you know, talk on your content because I don't want to get it wrong, but tell them about VA financing. Let them know about some of the things that maybe a lot of agents don't realize in terms of down payments and all the, all the rest of it. Well, you've got down – it's a zero down payment. The, the, the advantages of VA financing are absolutely incredible. And here's what you have. The reason why you have lower interest rates, you've got, you've got uh, 
eligibility, your eligibility is higher. Um, if, you have, if you have bad credit, you can get VA financing a lot better than if you don't have VA financing. The advantages are, are my God, equal opportunity, no down payment, reasonable value, negotiable rates, limitations on closing costs. Uh, the mortgages are assumable, which is great. Okay, what? No mortgage. I didn't know that. Seriously? A VA mortgage is assumable? Is that assumable uh, with release or assumable without release? Uh, it, well, it's, it's two different ways. You, can, uh, you have an assumable. If you go to another VA that, to assume your, uh, your, um, your, your loan, then it's released. Okay. Then it's, All right. But if you yeah, were I mean, to... Back um, well, so let, let, me, let, me, let me help people understand what that means. Um, that means, guys, that you can literally, if you have a veteran that you're selling a house for and it's currently listed, uh, if his, you know, obviously make sure what kind of loan he has. But oftentimes they can assume what Buddy's saying is if there are another veteran, uh, a veteran wants to buy it, they can just assume the mortgage and not even have to put down a down payment. They can just assume it. And uh, I was unclear whether it's assumable with release or without release. And what that means is without release, I kind of would be surprised if it's without release, to be honest. But if it's without release, what that means is there's no credit check. They just basically, it's a deal between the owner and the new purchaser, and they just assume the mortgage. And, you know, if there's any equity, then they work on that outside of the transaction. So in any event, that is pretty incredible. No down payments are pretty incredible. And the credit scoring requirements for a veteran to obtain a mortgage, those are how much, do you know what the minimum score is nowadays? I, I honestly don't. Well, it, it's actually it's changed now, and the minimum scores are they're they're different when it comes to VA financing. They are for for regular financing. So right. so right now, if you're if you're like you can get it for like like seven ten, six seventy to seven ten, if you have circumstances, different circumstances. But if you also have disability, then you save other money because there's a funding fee involved. Uh, actually, fund- you know what? My my uh, producer just googled it, and he said um, he's finding reports online that some of the VA programs out there, you can get a, score, uh, a, a mortgage in the high 500s. So there's that too. So in any event, it's, it's – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. have a disability or something. So over, if you have a disability over and, and you got it during the service, then you never have to pay a funding fee. And that's yeah, 1.2 wow. – yeah. So when you look at funding fees, Tim, the funding fees are knock you out. If you go, it's, one point, it's, it's 1.75 for the first time, and it's 3.25 if you use it a second time. So, therefore, if the realtor uh, knows what, you know, really drills down into how to do VA financing and, there, and somebody's going to, um, going to finance a house, they can say, have you used your finance? And they say, yeah. They say, well, uh, they say, I'd like to use it again. Then you do, well, I don't think you should use it a second time because of the, th- you know, the 3.25%. Perhaps you might want to go conventional. Or if, if the buyer has 20% down, you certainly may not want to go VA, you know, because well, VA is so- good. It's more yeah, no, advanced. totally. Yeah. So, so my mind is going in two different places. I'm thinking if I'm a list, I'm a prominently a listing agent, which is our goal to have all of our coaching students learn how to be prominently a listing agent. So if I'm a listing agent, I can use this specialized education and this designation as a unique selling proposition uh, to convince a seller to list with me. So if I'm explaining to them that I have the specialized education and we're going to, because of my specialized knowledge, obviously, we're going to attract a lot more prospective buyers because of the fact that, you know, the house would qualify. It's within VA eligibility, loan limits, and all the rest of it. So, guys, when you're listening to this, don't just look at it as just information for information's sake. Always be thinking about how you can get yourself into action, helping people, and, of course, making money. Those things do go hand in hand. 
So, Buddy, what about, say, for example, what marketing systems are included in the designation when they're, you know, they got the designation, they're off and, you know, out back into the world. Now, how are you helping them to attract uh, clients to them? Because you guys do have an interesting referral network set up. Yeah, I'll tell you, outside of the network, uh, we do a whole marketing program right in the class where we teach them how to do seminars, where to do seminars, how to set them up, how to get into the different uh, military publications, like, uh, for instance, they have Army Times, Navy Times, Semper Fi, Stars and Stripes, if you can get your names in those papers. And you can also, we've got agents in the East in Fairfax, Virginia, that are writing um, they're, they're writing editorial commentar- commentaries for these magazines. So as long as it's not an advertisement for yourself, then you can, you can put those in these, uh, these publications. Like in, in other words, 10 things not to do uh, before you list your house. You know, stuff like that. Or how, how to choose a realtor. We have one, the, the 12 things, um, 12, 12 questions to ask before you uh, hire a mortgage company. You know, these things are, are huge for sellers. You, what you want to do is you are or marketing. And when you get into the seller, you're sitting down with the seller. You say, I want to open your house up to a unique group of people. And, and really, they're going to talk about the funding fee. Well, there's a funding fee involved. Yeah, there is. But let's look at the numbers. And if you drill the numbers down and then you drill how much you're going to get for the house, it's, it, it works. These guys are hardworking people that have got out. They've served us. There's, there's just a lot of good feeling and a lot of good money to be made there. So uh, my motto in the class has always been it's okay to do well as long as you're doing good. And that's what this whole program is about. Uh, it, once you get a couple seminars together, it's, it's amazing. You can get on base and, and actually get into the housing departments. There's a housing department on every base in the United States. Um, huh. I'm, I'm doing classes in Denver and Wyoming in a couple of weeks, and I've got people from the housing department coming to my seminars because they you know, want real there are doing. a lot of military. There are a lot of military spouses that are realtors. I would have to think that that's a perfect. If you're a military spouse, this is this is like a no-brainer thing for you to do. Oh my God, we've got uh, we've got people that are head of the military spouses associations at five different um, um, military installations that are giving me information to go onto our marketing system. So it's you're absolutely correct. A lot of people, uh, when they're deployed, as a matter of fact, because you got to remember, since it's not a draft. That when people are deployed, these are people, they're, they're going to the National Guards are being brought up. These are people that are doctors and lawyers. They're over in Afghanistan. They were over in Iraq. And their monies, they're not getting the three, dollars $400,000 they were over there. So sometimes their, their spouses are forced to work. And you can jump right on there and say, this is how I can help. You can also help. Well, well let, let's, listen, let's drill down on what you just said. So you, when they were over working as uh, private contractors, they were getting a lot of uh, money. That's what you're, I'm hearing you say, Correct. Exactly, but when they're over there, they're getting military pay. Right, exactly. Yeah. And here's the other thing. There's something called an SCRA, that Service Member Civil Relief Act, which says that if you go uh, active and, and you're deployed into a, uh, a hot zone or red zone, then they have to hold your, your, um, they have to hold your job, right? And they also um, they have to hold your mortgage and they have to hold your lease. All that stuff you don't have to pay while you're over there. If you're, if you're over there fighting, you pay virtually none of your bills. And the reason you don't have to is because they want you to focus on the matter at hand, you know, keeping that's us right. free. Over. So, so that's, that's the rationale behind it. But you know what? If the company's no longer here when you come back, they're not holding anything. So a lot of people are, are really, it's devastating what's happening to these people. So they may have to sell their house just because they need to get into a downsized house where they can afford it now. And, and the big thing, Tim, that you have to recognize is this. The big thing is if a military 
service member defaults on a house, they lose their security clearance. Mm-hmm. And they also they also may not be able to fly. If you don't have security clearance, you can't fly. So that's the other reason that when we wrote this course, when we put this course together, um, I didn't actually write the course. I think that's an important element to know. We traveled to 20 different uh, military installations from Travis Air Force Base uh, down to San Diego, over to Texas. We, we were at Fort Hood. We went over to Pensacola, Naval Air Base Station, all the way around, and we asked them what they wanted. So they kind of designed the course. At first, they were very angry with it. As soon as they heard I was a realtor, they said, you guys are the reason we're losing houses, and you and the mortgage people. And so with me, with the way that I am, I just said, me personally, or are you talking about the real estate industry? And I, and I mentioned something to this, this base commander, Travis. I said, here's the issue. If we were a corporation, we wouldn't be having this discussion because the corporation has a relocation department that buys your house, allows you to move. But if you're in the military, it's called PCSing. That's, that's permanent change of station. You're handed your order. Sometimes you've got 30 days to get there. And they don't care about your house. They care about whether or not you're, you're getting to where you have to get to keep us free. So that's why I said, what can we do to help you? And that's why our course is significantly, um, I think, superior than any other course that's out there with, with regards to uh, the military. Because I've got two congressmen, I've got a couple generals and an admiral on my advisory committee that let me know any time something changes and what they, what they need. So, well, so again, every, everything you just said, I'm thinking back, making it practical to the agent who's thinking about you know, uh, carving out a niche for themselves, focusing on this specific thing. That would be what Buddy's describing as far as the credentials behind the designation. It's not just something Buddy thought of. This is what the essentially military uh, folks he was talking to kind of, uh, you know, they laid out what they wanted to see happen. If describing that to a prospective seller, that's kind of the killer app in all this. Is that it's it's in to- it's almost endorsed by the military as close to being. In- Those are my words, not yours, Buddy. Or as close to being endorsed by the military as possible. Um, so, Buddy, what questions should I have asked you that I didn't? Well, there's a couple things that you have to understand. If if you're a realtor and somebody says, "I want you to list," I want you to list my house. Your job is to list the house, get the highest and best price, least amount of of uh, stress, so they can move on. Correct? Correct. All right. And on the buy side, it's if they want to buy a house, you have to tell them the same thing. Blah blah blah. Well, I think that realtors aren't going far enough. They're not drilling down. They have to they have to go three deep and say why do you need to list your house what are you going to do here then you find out their 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 permanent change of station their PCS is going to uh, an area uh, say uh, North Carolina so now they're in Sacramento right outside Sacramento at Travis they want to list their house problem is the Sacramento housing market is is just it's it's in the it's in the garbage it's cra- it's crazy so if they list it they're going to lose a lot of money it's going to be it's going to be a short sale or they're going to have to turn it over. Then if they go to the other side, if in the Millrest program, we call a, an agent on the other side, said, How, what's the absorption rate on the houses in North Carolina? And they say, what's well, much better? So then you say, okay, you get them to lease it, to rent their house instead of selling it, and then you get them to go over there and, um, and get involved in a house on the other side, maybe as a rental, maybe as a purchase. Typically, VA would not allow you to, um, to have two mortgages. But since, since the, uh, the economy tanked, what they're doing is they're saying, we'll give you uh, enough time. It's, it's, it's basically you go to your base commander, and they're going to give you the green light. Yeah, rent your house, go to the next place, get into the next place, and then we'll revisit it in a year. So yeah. that wasn't the case up until uh, about uh, a year and so a half you, ago. So you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is they could, in, you know, basically with permission, they can essentially have um, 
two outstanding VA mortgages. VA mortgages at once, which is different. That's true. That's that's good information to have. Well, the second inf- second piece of that is is that um, VA mortgages are for owner-occupied prop- personal residences, and that's changed a bit because of the um, the, the market. They were tired right. of. Um, Veterans losing their houses, the foreclosure, losing their security clearances. It became a big mess. So we're working with the military to help them clear that out. Well, you know, it's not just losing the house through foreclosure. Um, even if they have a, a, I don't know, I'm not a military security clearance expert, but I understand that if their credit score drops, if there's all kinds of fluctuations, you know, on the credit scores, that too can jeopardize their security clearance. If you guys aren't familiar, yeah, if you guys, I mean, buddy, you you were, I mean, you have the background in this, but the security clearance for a lot of these guys literally dictates the types of jobs that they can take, both inside the military and also a lot of the military folks, they will branch out into being, uh, doing, working for the government in some other capacity outside once they're no longer active duty. And if they have a credit issue or a foreclosure in their history, that will jeopardize the security clearance. So all these little Seemingly small details are incredibly important to somebody who's working for the government in one capacity or the other. So that's definitely worth knowing. Even if they're even if they're a civilian contractor. Now, here's another little tidbit you learn in the class. If you're a civilian, con- many civilian contractors get VA benefits, even though they're not military. So hmm. if you're a nurse or a, or, or a, a doctor's assistant or something in a, uh, say, Walter Reed Hospital or any, any of these other um, medical installations, medical treatment facilities, you're eligible for VA. That's, that's, that's incredible. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah so you're so, saying you could, you could go work for a contractor even if you were never in the military yourself. You were never active duty yourself. And in some cases, they have the ability to extend VA benefits to you. Correct. And, and all you need wow. to do is you need to just go seek it out and say what's happening. And another thing is if you're talking about – uh, let's say you're on the listing side, but on the buy side, something that's quite interesting about um, about a, a VA buyer is they're not allowed to pay for the termite inspection, the wood destroying insect infestation report. That has to be paid by the seller. So I teach I teach everybody in our class. I say, well, that's fine. Let the seller pay for one, but then you pay for another one. Because okay. if you're a seller and you have termites, and they say you have tubes here, what's stopping the seller from vacuuming up the tubes, covering up, and saying I don't have termites? But if the buyer pays for it and the buyer's getting the house, he's going to make sure he gets the honest report. So anybody that's VA and that works with uh, our company or our team, uh, we get a secondary um, uh, termite inspection. It's 45 bucks, but it just lets these people know that we're in it for the long haul. So, listeners, there you go. This is definitely a designation, definitely training you guys should seriously consider. A lot of you have are in the midst of state, uh, creating your goals for 2015, and under the five categories of goals and what you should be setting, under educational, I would put this right at the top. It's kind of a no-brainer, especially if you're like where Julie and I are, near Fort Hood in Texas, you know, or if you're on all these other different – really, the military is everywhere. But, again, it's not just if you live near a military base. It's really anyone because so much of the population – um, has been, are veterans, and they could have been veterans all the way back. I mean, when did the whole – do you know off the top of your head what war could they – I think there was a cutoff, though, wasn't there, when if you served after, I think it was uh, Korea. I don't think Korea, all Korean veterans, they don't have VA um, benefits, do they? Wasn't there some sort of when it started in terms of a year? Well, no, but they, 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 retro, they retroed it. So they have Korean okay. Korean. Yeah, they definitely have it. World War II is their, the whole thing the VA came about was right after World War II. They put everything together so that they could have housing. That's, what, that's when the VA uh, housing 
uh, came under right after World War II. That's why you had all all these people, like all these housing developments, jump jumping in. But just right. remember, I grew up in one. <laughs> no, well, fast forward to fast forward now. There's going to be 1.2 million uh, service members coming back from from overseas this year. Yeah. And when they get here, most of them are going to uh, leave the service. So they're going to be looking for realtors, and they're going to be looking for realtors that really understand what they need. That's right. So listen, everyone, we've made it easy for you. We've included a link uh, for more information on the designation. I strongly encourage all of you to click the link and at least get started. Decide if this is a good fit for you. In this day and age, guys, it's all about having multiple spokes. It's all about having multiple lead generation systems, and this would be a great niche for a lot of you. This is something I know a lot of you have passion for, being veterans or being married to a veteran. So this is the way to take that passion to the next level and start monetizing it. Mr. Buddy West, longtime friend, I really appreciate you being my co-host today. And everyone else, we'll talk with you on the radio on Monday. Thank you. Bye-bye, buddy. Bye-bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.